You know what we need? We need a radio show on the air, like maybe on Saturday nights, that talks about this kind of thing. Hi, Dr. Hoffman here. I want to let my listeners know about a brilliant Renaissance man named Dr. Arthur Perry. You want to talk to Arthur Perry? The best in plastic surgery. He's a distinguished, award-winning cosmetic surgeon trained at Harvard and Cornell with a practice in New York City on Fifth Avenue. Dr. Oz, are you there? I'm here, Arthur, and I want to get applaud you, having worked with you on a book and numerous other activities. He's written numerous medical journal articles, and he's contributed to textbooks on plastic surgery. Your remarkable knowledge, but also your grace at delivering content, which is why it's been a blessing to have you on my show so many times. It's clear that when it comes to skin and aging, this doctor knows what he's talking about. Joan, the public wants to know. The public doesn't give a damn. <laughs> As a really, really gifted physician, uh, I want to pay you the, the highest tribute I can give to a surgeon, which is when people come to you, they don't come for an operation, they come for an opinion. And that's why I trust you with my uh, friends and relatives. When I was a resident at the University of Chicago, we had a... That means you're smart. I didn't realize we were going to get the Michael Jordan of plastic surgeon. 90210 bows to this guy. And welcome. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And, of course, this is a live call-in show. We're here on the uh, 17th floor of the ABC Tower in New York City, overlooking the entire city. And our signal reaches from Maine all the way down to West Palm Beach, I'm told, and even into Miami. All right, this is the show about you. It's the show about your wrinkles, about your fat, about your protruding ears, about, uh, you know, that's, that's what it's about, liposuction. It's a plastic surgery show. It's a show about skin care, and it's a show about you. And the phone number here at WABC is 800 848 9222. That's 800 848 WABC. Give us a call. And tonight we'll be giving out maybe a bottle of my nighttime. We'd like to switch it up a bit. Last week, I think it was soft time. We'll give out a bottle of nighttime, and that is the one stop shopping for skincare. It's everything you need in a skincare program in just one bottle. We've got vitamin C, vitamin A, lactic acid. That's one of the fruit acids. We have antioxidants. Skin brighteners. If you're going to choose one thing, and Mike is looking at me, I just want one thing. I don't want a multi-step program. Mike doesn't like to do those things. Jennifer, of course, has a multi-step program. But most of you only want to do one thing, and nighttime is for you. So give us a call, 800-848-9222. Tonight, we're going to be talking about maybe can we actually protect wrinkle filler by injecting Botox alongside it. Is that a good idea? Let's talk a little bit about that. Both of those are the most common procedures in all of cosmetic surgery. Wrinkle filler, Botox, they dwarf the surgical procedures by a ratio of over 10 to 1. So we're going to talk about that. We'll talk about breast implants, one of my favorite topics, and and yours also, many of you uh, who are driving through the Lincoln Tunnel right now. Breast implants are very, very popular. They're the most popular cosmetic surgical procedure in the United States. There's lots of different ways to do the procedure. Well, we're going to talk about the best way to do the procedure tonight. We're also going to have uh, my good friend, Dr. Michael Roizen, will be on the show a little later uh, uh, in the show. Dr. Roizen and I did a radio show together for years and years, and he's back with me on WABC to talk about maybe the foods that you can eat that can make you look better. So uh, you can give Mike a call in just a few minutes. Now, how many of you saw that report in the newspapers, particularly Raider Online? Who reads that? I think a lot of you read that. It's one of the big websites out there. 
And there was a report on Ashley Olson. Remember her from uh, Full House? You know, she used to be a three-year-old, and now she's a 28-year-old. I don't know how that happens. Uh, but Ashley apparently had wrinkle filler sometime a few weeks ago. Now, I don't know this for a fact. I'm just repeating what's in the newspapers. It was picked up by many, many websites. Apparently, she had a problem with her wrinkle filler. And, and you know, when there's a problem in a celebrity with a procedure, it gets a lot of you very anxious if you're going to have a procedure. So we're going to talk about Ashley. Maybe if she's listening, Ashley, give us a call. Call in 800-848-WABC, 800-848-9222. We're going to talk about Ashley's problem. Maybe she had a problem or maybe it's just tabloid uh, banter. But first, let's talk to Margaret. Margaret, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? I'm calling, hello, I'm calling about breast implants. Can they be removed without using um, um, anything to really numb the brain? That is to say, local anesthesia. Well, assuming the breast implants were placed in the breast and not in the head. (laughs) Yeah, okay. (laughs) Okay, no, yes, that's actually a very good question, and I'm sorry to be flippant about that. No, No, I love you. Well, thank you. Love your personality and your... Thank you, Margaret. All right, so let's talk a little bit about breast implants. Now, breast implants have been around since 1962 in the United States. Uh, In the beginning, they were made with silicone gel, and they went through a bunch of different phases. Uh, They they were replaced largely by saline implants. That's a saltwater implant uh, in the decades of the 90s to 2000s because of a ban. Uh, and then the uh, the silicone implants came back on the market a few years ago, and now we have not only the silicone gel, but we have these things called gummy bear implants, which have a uh, a more rigid consistency. They don't feel hard. They feel more like those gummy bears. You know the things that you eat that uh, take out your fillings? Dentists yeah, love those. I know them well. Right. All right. So So those are the implants that are out there. Now, I actually have been around long enough to have many patients that – have gotten older and want their breast implants out. You know, they're, they're fun and uh, useful in the 20s and 30s, but the problem is when you get to the 40s, 50s, 60s, and 70s, sometimes there are some issues with the implants. Sometimes they, uh, they change shape because they're scarring around the implants. Sometimes uh, they deflate if they're saline implants. Sometimes they leak if they're those gel implants. And so women have the option at that point either to take out the implants or have those implants replaced. And, and a lot of times people just have had it with having to get special films, special mammograms, and, and I am an advocate of MRIs uh, for women who have had pre- breast implants because they can see all the breast tissue, and mammograms uh, are, they have some of the mammograms blocked by the implant. So uh, a lot of times people say, let's just take them out. So here's the answer. That was the background for the listeners who aren't familiar with implants. Mm -hmm. But, Margaret, if you have saline implants, it is very, very easy to take those out under straight local anesthesia. That means numbing up the incision. Usually we want some sedation. We want to give you a little something to make it easy. Dr. Mike Royzen will be on in a few minutes. He's an anesthesiologist. He likes to give you uh, that sedation. Uh, But I don't want sedation. That's my question. Well, uh, that's okay. As long as they're saline implants, it usually is okay. I would still have an anesthesiologist there, even if you don't want sedation, because it is a real operation. Uh, I've taken them out under straight local anesthesia, numbing up the incision, and then either deflating 
uh, the saline implant or just uh, if it's already deflated, just taking it out, that's okay. If it's a if it's a silicone implant, Margaret, it's a different story because those implants are a little bit more difficult to take out. Uh, uh, if they're intact, they're pretty easy, but often we will have small uh, tears in those implants if they're more than, let's say, 10 or 15 or 20 years old. And then we want to go after that free silicone, and I don't recommend doing that under local anesthesia. I recommend general anesthesia for that, not even not even sedation. Uh, and the reason for that is if we numb up all the breast tissue, uh, believe it or not, there are more risks than just having general anesthesia. And the reason for that is because we can actually get things like punctures of the lung if we're uh, if we're numbing up behind the breast tissue, behind the muscle. So it's really safer to just have general anesthesia, a quick operation to remove that breast implant. I have saline, which is fine, but I've accumulated a lot of scar tissue, and that's why I want to have them removed because they've gotten very, very hard as a result. And so, yes, you can have the implant removed under just local anesthesia, but if you want that scar tissue removed, I don't recommend that under local anesthesia. I really don't. I don't, I don't think it's the best idea. Now, that scar tissue does not necessarily have to be removed. That's uh, what I think of. Why not leave it? You can, uh, although I have actually encountered women who have had calcified scar tissue. My goodness, bone inside the breast if they've had implants in longer than 10 years. And while it's not necessary to remove that, it's to your advantage because that can interfere with a mammogram. So well, that's the only reason we can get an MRI mammogram, as you mentioned. Yeah, but, you know, you don't really want to do that if you don't have to do that, Margaret, because an MRI, uh, first of all, will not be covered by your health insurance, most likely. Mm -hmm. And an MRI requires an injection. So you have to uh, sit there for an hour, hour and a half, and you get an injection. And it's not the most pleasant thing on earth. So, uh, you know, if you're in reasonable health, uh, a short general anesthetic to remove at least the uh, the very hard part of that capsule, that's the scar tissue around the implant, is reasonable. Uh, you know, it's it's certainly an individualized discussion, and I've done it each and every way, from, from straight local anesthesia to local anesthesia with sedation to general anesthesia. And, of course, many women choose to have those implants replaced with the new gummy bear implants. And, boy, I'll tell you, this is... Uh, in the last year or so, as the gummy bear implants have gotten more popular, many, many women have opted to have those implants, and they've taken out the saline implants, which feel very much like a water balloon, and they've had those uh, the gummy bear implants put in. And I love, I actually love the gummy bear implants for a lot of reasons. First of all, they feel very natural. They have a lower complication rate. There's less scarring around the implants. There's less chance of leakage. If there is a leak, it doesn't go as far as the old implants because it's a it's a more solid material. And most importantly, the gummy bear implants can shape the breasts. And what that means is the old implants were shaped by the breast. So whatever shape your breast is, when we put an implant in, the old implants, whether it's saline or silicone gel, those implants assumed the shape of the breast. So if you had a nice shape, that was good. If you didn't have a nice shape, you just had a larger, not a nice shape. But the gummy bear implants can actually shape your breasts. And in many cases, they've eliminated the need for other incisions on the breast. So uh, there, are, there were three companies that made those implants. We're down to two for the time being because 
if you've listened to the show, I've talked about the Sientra problems that they have. So one company has taken their implant off the market. Uh, but the gummy bear implants are something to consider. And certainly if you're older uh, and I think you sound about 45, is that right, Margaret? No, I'm kidding. No. How, how old are you? I'm 82. You're 82? Okay, well, wonderful. That's very good. But I've had a series of hemorrhagic strokes. That's oh, I'm the sorry. the reason I don't want to put my brain to sleep. I'm afraid it won't wake up. Yeah, and, and, and um, yeah, I certainly understand your concern, and it might be very reasonable to just, under straight local anesthesia, with an anesthesiologist watching you, right. take out the implants. That's good. Yep. Thank you so much. All right. You put my mind at ease. All right. Well, bit. thank you so much for listening to What's Your Wrinkle? This is Dr. Arthur Perry, and uh, we've been on the air for over 10 years, two years now at WABC, the greatest radio station in the country. Everyone in the uh, in the studio is they're shaking their head. Of course, it's the best uh, radio station in the country. So um, we're going to uh, we're going to be taking a break in just a minute. But before we get to the break, I want to talk a little bit more about that hyaluronic acid, the uh, the wrinkle fillers. Wrinkle fillers are the most popular procedure in all of cosmetic surgery. Well, Botox really is. Six and a half million people had Botox last year. Uh, but somewhere closing in on two million people, mostly women, have had wrinkle filler in the last year. And there are various types of wrinkle fillers. Uh, there's m- the most common is called hyaluronic acid, there are things like Restylane and Juvederm and Bellaterra. Those are three of the uh, the popular ones. Now, these wrinkle fillers uh, can be used, yes, to fill wrinkles. That's uh, that's how they get their name, but also to plump up tissue and uh, and to uh, to fill out cheekbones and depressions in the face and things like that. So, uh, when you hear about Ashley Olson having her disaster with wrinkle filler, you know everybody gets very very concerned about that. Why would Ashley Olson have a problem? And apparently, uh, the reports say that Ashley Olson uh, actually lost a little skin having it. Well, we're going to talk a little bit about that in a few minutes. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We'll be right back. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street just off of 5th Avenue and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. Is negative content or comments on the web affecting your personal or professional reputation? Unfavorable comments, embarrassing pictures, videos, legal documents, and bad tweets can ruin your personal life, your career, or your business. It happens a lot, and it's just not fair. 
But what can you do? Reputation.com can protect your good name. Get a free consultation now at 800-586-4662. That's 800-586-4662. Call right now for a free expert reputation analysis. It's easy to squash the unfair attacks with our patented system, and the analysis is absolutely free. Make the best things about you jump out in searches. Protect your personal and professional reputation, your business, and your income. Get your free reputation analysis from Reputation.com right now. Call 800-586-4662. 800-586-4662. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. Listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. And I am so happy to introduce my uh, my next guest, Dr. Michael Royce. Mike, are you there? I am. Well, I want to tell the audience about Mike Roizen. I'm sure everybody knows you, but uh, Mike Roizen is the chief wellness officer at the Cleveland Clinic. Uh, but he's so much more than just the chief wellness officer. His most important job ever was seven years uh, co-hosting. Uh, I co-hosted you, the owner's manual radio show with Mike. Wasn't that the most, the highlight of your career, Mike? It was. <laughs> and not only that, I, I did a little co-hosting with you on What's Your Wrinkle early on. Absolutely, on that other station that we never mention anymore. But, uh, but Mike, it was, it was a pleasure having you. Now, Mike is also the, uh, I believe you are the chief medical officer. What's your, your exact title with the Dr. Oz television show? Uh, Chief Medical Consultant. There you go. And uh, Mike was the dean of Syracuse Medical School. He was the chairman of uh, anesthesia department at the University of Chicago, where I met him in the middle of the night uh, a long, long, long time ago. And I'm so happy to have him on the show because uh, this is the guy. He's probably the brightest doctor I've ever met. I'm not just saying that because you're on the phone with me here, Mike. But but Mike is a brilliant guy who uh, wrote books like The Real Age and You, The Owner's Manual. Uh, I co-wrote uh, um, with Dr. Roizen and Dr. Oz, You Being Beautiful. So so we have Dr. Roizen on who uh, can tell you and me how to look better just by eating and how to look younger. So, Mike, how do you look younger by eating? Well, there were three great studies out this year, um, one of which relates to eating, which is a periodic fast. And this... The, the key in all of aging and research and all of aging is to have your own pluripotent stem cells, your own stem cells that started you off in life, regenerate, 
be plentiful enough and repair all your injuries. We will have wear and tear. We'll have other injuries. We'll get, you know, in an accident or we'll get sunburn. And at which case, when you get sunburn, it is your pluripotent stem cells that rush in if they get there within three weeks. And instead of you getting a scab on your skin, they replace it with normal skin. Well, the same goes with a heart attack or with a knee injury or with a stroke. So the key is, in fact, um, having these poropotent stem cells, but we use them up carelessly. We use them for sunburn when we should use Dr. Perry's, in fact, sunblock. Do you still have that? We've got the facial sunscreen now. Next year, hopefully, we're going to have uh, our natural block back. Okay, so you've got a facial sunscreen. So you want to use that routinely so you don't waste your pluripotent stem cells replacing your skin. You want them for where there's serious damage, such as a knee cartilage or such as a heart attack or stroke. And if you've got enough and they rush in within three weeks, you repair it. Problem is we use them up as we get older, and then we get scabs on our heart, and our heart doesn't pump like it has muscle cells in it. If these cells come in, you're poor potent within three weeks of that heart attack, and you restore blood flow, then your heart pumps normally, and you have a normal ejection fraction, you can do all those things you used to do. So the key in, in the holy grail of aging is, in fact, how do you regenerate those? Well, we know that a calorie-restrictive diet gets you to live about twice as long if you're like one of the 23, 21 of 23 animal species. So you reduce your calories by 20% every day, and you live about twice as long. But no one can do that. It's very tough. There's small groups in St. Louis and in L.A. doing that, but it's very tough to do it. So we do, And we don't know whether it works in humans. We do know it works in 21 of the 23 animal species tested. So this group in at USC, by accident, someone refed their mice who were on one of these, if you will, calorie restriction, but they refed them after five days. And the key is not only did they get all the biomarkers of aging improving like you would in calorie restriction, but something new happened. They regenerated their stem cell telomeres, meaning they could reproduce their stem cells. They've now reproduced this in two different animal species, and they've done it with humans in a small study of 38 humans, randomized study, so 19 went on a periodic fast, and 38. What is a periodic fast? It's five days a month, so five out of every 31 days, you go on a reduced calories, 1,000 calories the first day, 750 the next four days. So it's just five days, and then you eat normally. And it actually is in the refeeding period that you regenerate your stem cells. So this looks tremendous. Um, it looks so good. The data looks so good that I've now, uh, for uh, six monthly cycles, um, been on this periodic reduced fast. So that's one of the three great things that you can do in 2016 All right, Mike, to stay younger. So let's let's recap that, because that is absolutely fascinating. So the Mike Roizen starvation diet. No, it's not starvation. <laughs> it's 1,000 calories the first day and 750 calories a day for four days. Now, now I eat 750 calories for breakfast, so we're going to have a... <laughs> We're going to have a problem with that. Uh, but 
Uh, you know, I think it, uh, it's, it's fascinating. Tell Madonna to cut down your portion size. That's right. She's sitting right next to me. <laughs> cut it down, Madonna. All right. So our first uh, way to be a, uh, a healthier human being is to restrict our diet. And I guess... Uh, now, if- now, by the way, let me, let me just interrupt for a second. One of the keys in this is what the, the main food is a tomato base. So you get diced tomatoes. Um, put in 28 ounces of that, 28 ounces of water, um, a 8-ounce can of niblet corn, and then onions to your taste, and then garlic and spices. And literally, you can have about 28 portions, 28 bowls of that in a day, and stay under 750 calories. So you never are hungry. Um, you do get a little tired of the tomato soup by the fourth day, I can assure you. Well, well can't you but just pour that right on your pizza, Mike? Or No, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, so that's one. Tell us another one. <laughs> well, the other one is eating dumb, DMB. Um, that is, you, if you will, what is eating dumb? It is, this is research from the Cleveland Clinic looking at, remember, egg yolks and pork and... Um, red meat, it caused inflammation, including inflammation in your skin. They're one of the keys in avoiding those is actually one of the keys of getting rid of eczema and, and acne as well as um, keeping a younger skin. Well, so one of the things that Dr. Hayes, and the reason, by the way, this occurs is your bacteria take in carnitine, lecithin, and choline, the lecithin and choline from egg yolks and the carnitine from red meat and anything that, that really looks like, uh, that sounds like it's carnivorous. And you turn that into trimethylamine through the bacteria in your gut. And more than four ounces a week of red meat or two ounces of red meat and one egg yolk or two egg yolks a week, and you change the bacteria in your gut to produce this. So one of the keys is how do you, your bacteria don't need this. This is a waste product of the bacteria. Bacteria only want to turn your food into carbon and hydrogen. They don't care about what they put out in their poop, which obviously comes out in your poop, or you absorb it. What we absorb some of this is trimethylamine, which your liver converts to trimethylamine, and butylbutane, which causes kidney failure, heart disease, stroke, memory loss, inflammation throughout your body, including increases your risk for cancers and brain rot. So how do you prevent it? You eat something called DMB. DMB is an enzyme inhibitor that inhibits the bacterial enzyme that produces trimethylamine. And where do you get DMB from? It's from extra virgin olive oil. Some red wines have it, but the, the consistent thing is you've got to get the real extra virgin olive oil and you want to eat a fair bit, it's four teaspoons a day would inhibit the production of trimethylamine. That's a fair bit of calories. And it's got to be extra virgin, and it can't be exposed to air. So you don't want it out with one of those spigots on it exposed to air. You want to have a tightly capped brown bottle. Wow, that's, that's very interesting. I wasn't aware of that. Every time I speak to you, I learn something new. So uh, the extra virgin uh, olive oil, four teaspoons a day, and that will help keep you healthy. You can probably do that up at the same time that you're doing your uh, calorie restriction diet, no? Well, you could, if, uh, but you want to do this every day of your life if you want to eat dumb. Um, okay. So DMB.
All right. And the third is your, and I don't know if we have time for it, but your grip strength is incredibly important how long and well you live, independent of your muscle mass, independent of your blood pressure, independent of anything else. So sure. grip strength, and you for, cut me off if we're running out of time, Arthur, so I apologize. Well, that's all right. What we're going to do, Mike, we're going to take a, a short break. If you have a few extra minutes, let me hold you over uh, to the other side of the break because uh, it's, it's a short break for you. And then let's talk about your the grip strength. Let's talk about... Uh, uh, your uh, Dr. Roizen's Nutty Rice Bucket Challenge. How about that? My guest, Dr. Michael Roizen, we're going to continue with him in just a few minutes. Stay tuned. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, Peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street just off of 5th Avenue and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. If you're suffering with hearing loss and you don't want to hear more clearly again, cover your ears. Because I'm about to offer everyone who's listening an absolutely free trial of a life-changing hearing breakthrough called Listen Clear. We'll even give you free shipping and free batteries for life. So if you're still listening, call now. 1-800-500-2180. Listen Clear is precisely designed by top audio engineers to fit your ear almost invisibly. And you can adjust Listen Clear to find the perfect way to hear everything, wherever you are and whatever you're doing. Listen Clear is so invisible, people may not even know you're wearing it. And it's so lightweight, you may even forget you're wearing it too. So if you're ready to hear more clearly again, let us give you a 100% free home trial with free shipping and free batteries for life. For free information, call now. 1-800-500-2180. That's 1-800-500-2180. 1-800-500-2180. Hello, I'm Jerry Mathers. I was the beaver in Leave it to Beaver. And 20 years ago, I almost died from type 2 diabetes. When I was diagnosed with type 2, I was shocked. My blood sugar was through the roof. Now, the very same natural remedies I use to control my type 2 diabetes are available for you in a super easy program called the Diabetes Solution Kit. And I should know it works. I use the very same techniques to drop 40 pounds of fat, get my blood sugar under control, and watch my type 2 diabetes fade into thin air. If you have diabetes, I urge you to try this step-by-step plan. It has all the natural techniques I used, and it works a lot faster, too. I'm Jerry Mathers, and if I can do it, you can do it, too. If you'd like to normalize your blood sugar and stop taking your diabetes medication completely with your doctor's approval, go to Mathers77.com. That's Mathers77.com. Reverse your diabetes in as little as 30 days by going to Mathers77.com. That's Mathers77.com now. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? 
And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC in New York. My guest this evening is Dr. Michael Roizen. And uh, you can give us a call. Give us a call. It's a, it's a free call, 800-848-WABC. That's 800-848-9222. And remember, callers to tonight's show, you're going to get a bottle of my nighttime. Mike Roizen uses my nighttime. I hope I send him it. Mike, are you there? I am. I am. <laughs> All right. So you... We, we, my, my wife uses it. Well, you should use it also, Mike. It's not just for women. Uh, you know, I know that uh, something like 90, 95% of skincare uh, product uh, use is by women, but uh, there's no harm in putting vitamin C and vitamin A and fruit acids on your skin. Although, how could we make you look even younger? I don't know. You already look about 25. All right. Let's recap for, uh, for our listeners. Now, Dr. Mike Roizen is the chief wellness officer of the Cleveland Clinic. And uh, we were uh, we co-hosted a radio show. He still hosts that radio show, You the Owner's Manual Radio Show. How do New York listeners pick up that show, by the way? They can go to RadioMD.com. I'm the prelim to your show. I'm 3 to 5 every Saturday on RadioMD.com. Okay, so... There are a bunch of terrestrial, that is, land-based stations that carry 34 of them now. But um, I don't think there are any in New York. Um, but in New York, you can go to RadioMD.com and uh, hear you, the owner's manual radio show, 3 to 5 every Saturday. All right. So now you were uh, about to uh, talk about grip strength. First of all, what's, what is grip strength and what is the importance in relation to people's health? Well, you know, I always considered this a kind of a weird thing. But people said that their grip strength, not people, but studies, small studies, you know, 100, 200 people, said grip strength correlated independent of blood pressure, independent of cholesterol, independent of uh, cardiac or immune function, or even whether they had wrinkles, Arthur, on whether how long and well they live. And it always seemed kind of weird. Why would grip strength correlate? Yeah, you, you open bottles and you open some cans, but doesn't make any sense. So the World Health Organization, though, did a huge study called the Pure Study, Population Urban Rural, and what they found, they did 142,000 people, half urban, half rural, half underdeveloped countries, half from developed countries, and found that the grip strength, independent of muscle strength, independent of muscle size, independent of blood pressure, independent of cholesterol, independent of vaccination status, independent of everything, that grip strength correlated with how long and well you're going to live. So I said, is there an easy test to measure grip strength if you don't have one of these expensive devices? And one of my assistants said I was a pole vaulter in college, and what we did is we used this rice bucket thing to strengthen our arms so we could pole vault. And so I looked it up, and it turns out defensive linemen and I'm going to ask you why defensive linemen, not offensive, Arthur. Defensive linemen, pole vaulters, and uh, rock climbers use um, pole vault, this rice bucket to strengthen their grips. Okay, Arthur, why do you think defensive linemen and not offensive linemen? Wait, let my wife in. Ah, she wants, she's the football nut in the family. Let's see. Uh, Got to grab on when you make a tackle. Can't lose uh, contact. Why? Um, it's because, in fact, defensive linemen are allowed to grab and pull offensive linemen down. Offensive linemen can't grab a defensive lineman. 
She would have known so, that. Well, you were really <laughs> close. You you essentially got it. Anyway, so um, and what we found out is that not only if you get a fire and you can go to Nutty Rice Bucket dot org nutty rice bucket dot org we have all the science there and you can order the walnut company is the walnut commission is nice enough to provide walnuts so we have these one ounce pack of walnuts and you dive in a 30 or 30 pound uh bucket for uh rice for men 25 pounds for women if you can do it in under 15 seconds you got another 12 years to live wow so you can test yourself and the great news is that rice bucket helps make your grip stronger. That's what. That's why they use it for pole vaulters and defensive linemen. So all it takes is working five minutes a day in the rice bucket. You'll get a stronger grip and live longer with less disability. Oh, boy. Well, I'll tell you, no one can tell these, uh, these things as good as Dr. Michael Roizen. No one can teach as well as you, which is why you've had such an incredible career. And I want to thank you so much for being my guest this evening, Mike. Thanks so much. Well, well, we'll do it again, and you have to come on my show, too, and we'll, uh, we'll do that. So we'll have fun. Thank you very much, Arthur. All right. Thanks so much. My guest this evening has been Dr. Michael Roizen, the Chief Wellness Officer of the Cleveland Clinic. Walk into any bookstore in the United States, and you'll see about a dozen books by Dr. Michael Roizen, including Real Age, You, the Owner's Manual, my favorite, of course, You Being Beautiful, because I was a co-author of that one. Uh, but Mike is a prolific writer and a great teacher of physicians. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. The phone number, 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. So we were talking earlier about uh, maybe problems, maybe problems with wrinkle filler. And uh, one of the Olsen twins, remember them from uh, Full House and other uh, TV shows, uh, there was a report in the, uh, in the tabloids this week about maybe she had a disaster, possibly, with wrinkle filler. How could that be? The report was that she lost skin of her face. She had wrinkle filler, and uh, shortly thereafter, there was uh, some problem, a lot of swelling, a lot of uh, bruising, and her skin turned black, maybe, on her cheek. Now, I, she's not my patient. I didn't see her. I'm uh, reading on Raider Online and In Touch Magazine and, and places like that, which sometimes tell the truth and sometimes don't tell the truth, so I'm not sure. But apparently she went for hyperbaric oxygen therapy, and uh, I don't know the outcome. But you wonder, you know, this is such a, a common procedure. How could anything go wrong with wrinkle filler? Well, as it turns out, wrinkle filler is incredibly safe. Uh, there are possible problems associated with wrinkle filler, however. And every now and then, if uh, some of that filler is injected into a blood vessel, then we can maybe get a blister and maybe lose skin. If it's injected into a blood vessel around the eyes, there have been cases of blindness and even strokes associated with wrinkle filler. Now, this is very uncommon. I have to tell you that in the world, there's probably only a few cases a year. That's too many, of course. Uh, and she was uh, apparently unlucky enough to have it. Now, if you really look at the literature, about three in a thousand people, and that's that's actually pretty high, actually can get uh, some degree of blistering or uh, some of the filler into goes into a blood vessel and creates a problem. But if you really look at this, there are different types of wrinkle fillers, 
And the hyaluronic acids, that's Restylane, Juvederm, Belotero, Voluma, things like that, those are the safer of the wrinkle fillers, and they are very, very unlikely to cause those problems. The ones that are more likely to cause the problem, that's calcium hydroxyl apatite. Uh, that's one, um, one of the products is called Radius. And another, uh, another uh, potential problem is with um, the ones that have plastic in them. I've never used those. It used to be called Artifil, and then they just changed the name to Belafil. So apparently those have a higher chance of getting in the blood vessels uh, and causing problems. Now, good plastic surgeons and dermatologists and skilled uh, physicians who understand the anatomy, and that's the key thing here, people who understand the anatomy will have a lower chance of this happening than, let's say, the, uh, I'm sorry to say it, nurse or other or dentist or whoever it is who uh, took that weekend course, you know, the two-hour course with a coffee break. They're actually advertised. Check it out on the Internet, believe it or not. They get a very nice uh, diploma that goes up in their office. But the ones that have uh, uh, spent time in residency learning these techniques, and that includes uh, facial plastic surgeons, uh, plastic surgeons, dermatologists for the most part, and some ophthalmologists. Uh, those doctors are surgeons who uh, will understand the anatomy better. We know where, where to avoid the blood vessels. And the techniques that we use, uh, we're going to use hopefully safer techniques. And that means blunt needles around the eyes. That's one of the main things that we do. What's a blunt needle? Well, you know, most needles have sharp tips. You can uh, stick yourself with those needles. But the ones that we use around the eyes are blunt tip. They're much less likely to get into a blood vessel. Also, the way we inject is different, uh, and we like to inject under low pressure, very low pressure. If you inject under high pressure, there's more of a chance of getting into a blood vessel. You know, there are all sorts of problems with any surgical procedure. The only surgical procedures that have no complications, well, there aren't any. Every surgical procedure has potential complication, and, in fact, everything you do has risks. If you leave your house tonight, you have a 1 in 10,000 chance of dying in a car accident. Isn't that amazing? By the way, 20 years ago, that was 1 in 2,000. The cars are much safer now. 1 in 10,000. Now, that's data taken over a year. If you take that same ride on the New Jersey Turnpike every single day, that's your, uh, your chance of not making it home one day. So everything has potential risks. Uh, in fact, wrinkle filler is amongst the safest of all procedures and the very highest satisfaction procedure. It's amazing. People leave my office after an hour, and they look in the mirror, and they say, wow. And it's one of the few procedures that you really do say, wow. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. We've got more of the show. Stay tuned. 800-848-9222. We'll be right back. Take a look in the mirror. Do you recognize that wrinkled face with rough, splotchy skin? I can help you turn back the clock. I'm plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry, and my solution doesn't involve a knife or a needle. It's a skincare program that really works. My nighttime serum makes your skin smoother, brighter, thicker, and less wrinkled. It's packed with vitamins C and A, fruit acids, antioxidants, and skin brighteners. My daytime cream protects your skin with niacin and invisible zinc oxide sunscreen. And once you use my clean time, you'll be addicted to the best soap on earth. Now everyone can have beautiful skin without breaking the budget. This month, my basic skincare regimen is just $99. Call 855-940-1200. That's 855-940-1200. On the web, it's drperrys.com. That's drperrys.com. Use the WABC code when you order or call 855-940-1200. 
1200. Imagine your life five years from now. Are you on the path you want to be on? It's time to take control of your future by getting a world-class education from one of the nation's top universities. Arizona State University is now offering over 100 top-tier degree programs 100% online. It's the exact same degree our on-campus students receive, but you can learn from anywhere in the country on your own schedule. For information, call 1-800-577-2487. Learn from ASU's world-renowned faculty and use ASU's global recognition to improve your visibility, professional network, and gain real-world experience you can start using today. The Wall Street Journal ranked ASU fifth in the nation for producing the best qualified graduates. Now discover how ASU Online can stand out on your resume and help separate you from the competition. We are ready to help you learn to thrive in your life, in your career, and beyond. To learn more about ASU Online degrees, call 1-800-577-2487. That's 1-800-577-2487. This is plastic surgeon Dr. Arthur Perry. Ladies, have you had an aging spurt? You know what that is. All of a sudden, you see wrinkles and sagging eyelids and those dreaded jowls. Almost overnight, you look older. I tackle aging spurts with eyelid and facelifts and office procedures like Botox, Peels, and Althera. And I creatively use wrinkle filler to help bring back your natural beauty. Let's sit down and spend an hour together. I'll design a program that can help restore your appearance and one that's within your budget. My offices are on 57th Street, just off of 5th Avenue, and in New Jersey. Schedule a consultation by calling 212-753-1820. That's 212-753-1820. And check me out on the web at periplasticsurgery.com. That's periplasticsurgery.com. And don't forget to listen to me every Saturday evening at 6 p.m. Dr. Arthur Perry right here on WABC. You're listening to What's Your Wrinkle with Dr. Arthur Perry. What's your wrinkle? And we are back. This is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. Phone number is 800-848-9222. During the break, our studio audience, we were all talking about Botox and uh, how many of the studio audience would like me to do it right here in the studio. And and it brought back memories. We just had Dr. Michael Roizen on the show. And about seven years ago, I did a radio show on uh, Oprah and Friends Radio with Dr. Oz and Dr. Roizen. And live in the studio at about 530 in the morning, uh, in Chicago, I did Botox on uh, Mike Roizen live on the air in a dark studio. And afterwards, I told him, you don't know how dangerous that really was. Not really, because, uh, uh, you know, I'm a skilled plastic surgeon and I can do it under any condition. But it was very interesting in the studio. All right. Trudy, what can I do for you? What's your wrinkle? Hello. Yes, Trudy, what can I do for you? Hi, Dr. Perry. Thank you for taking my call. I have basal skin cancer on my nose, and the uh, dermatologist who removed it said he wasn't sure if he got it all, and he suggested I have Mohs surgery, and I assume I'll need plastic surgery because it's right on the center of my nose on the bone. Okay, so it's up high on your nose, correct? Yes. And that's a good location, by the way. Really? I'll, I'll, I'll tell you why in just a second. First of all, how old are you, Trudy? 75. Okay, so you're a pediatric patient when it comes to this. That's okay. Mm-hmm. So um, the reason it's good is because that is a very easy location on the nose to reconstruct. That means put things back together. When you hear the word reconstruct or reconstructive surgery, that's surgery to put things back together. So... Um, so Mohs is a very, very useful technique 
in certain areas of the body, and I send people to Mohs. They're dermatologists that do Mohs surgery, and I often work together. In fact, I believe Tuesday I'm doing a procedure just like that where on Monday the Mohs dermatologist will do the removal of the skin cancer, and on Tuesday I will reconstruct the uh, the what we call a defect, a, a spot, a hole, mm-hmm. a wound, and I'm going to put things back together. So uh, most surgeons are very useful because they will limit the amount of skin removed to the absolute minimum. So that's good. Uh, I like to work with them. I think that the Mohs doctors do a very good job at removing the skin cancer, and I think that the appropriate thing is for a plastic surgeon to put things back together. If it's very small, if it's not in a critical location, then often the dermatologist will do that. Uh, they'll do the reconstruction. But if it's in a critical location like the nose, eyelids, lips, uh, an area like that, then, um, you know, quite honestly, a plastic surgeon, that's what we're trained to do. We put things back together and give you the best cosmetic result possible. You don't do both? You don't do the Mohs? No, the plastic surgeon doesn't do the Mohs. I do a technique called frozen sections. So that means when I remove the skin cancer, uh, we do send it to the pathologist. They look immediately at the uh, the area, and they tell us whether we got the cancer or not. There are some technical aspects of it, uh, why one might be better than the other. But for most things, the frozen sections, that's perfectly fine. But in a cosmetically very sensitive area, on a beautiful woman such as yourself, mm-hmm. we then, of course, <laughs> we want to use the dermatologist and do it in two stages. Uh, so that means on a Monday you go to the dermatologist. They usually usually do that in their office. They put a dressing on that. They send you over to my office. I look at it. The next day, we go into the operating room or in the either in the office or a surgery center or a hospital, and we put things back together. And, and that works out very well. I was hoping to do it in the same day, like one immediately following the other. And it can be done. It's logistically just a little bit more difficult. Uh, because we often don't know how long the dermatologist will take to do that procedure. But if you can get in there in the morning, you know, early in the morning, then and uh, and you don't eat, for instance, mm-hmm. uh, then because you can't eat be- if you're going to go into a real operating room. If you do it in the office, you can eat. Uh, but if we're going to have maybe a little bit of sedation and you're 75 years old, it's not a bad idea to be watched by an anesthesiologist or given a little bit of sedation. Uh, then, you know, we might be able to do it the same day, but it often works best just one day later. Oh, okay. I read it online that something like the nose, it should be done immediately, one after the other on the same day, to lessen the chance of bacteria getting into the area? That is a great comment, great question, and it's totally not true. Oh. (laughs) It's not true, and let me tell you why. Uh, because if the wound is dressed with something like sylvadine, which is uh, a burn dressing, a burn antibiotic that we put on, we will keep the bacteria down to minimal numbers for days. You have days. So there's no urgency to do it the same day. Now, on the other hand, if you go ahead and uh, if the surgery is done and you go ahead back to your farm and uh, and clean out the barn and get uh, with no dressing on and the wound gets contaminated that day, it's not a great idea. So you have to keep it clean. You have to use uh, my preference is sylvadine or something like Bactroban, which is a uh, antibacterial ointment. Uh, then we certainly can do it the next day or even several days later. There really isn't an issue with that. And uh, and. And I can uh, quote you studies, but uh, honestly, it's not a big deal to uh, wait a few days as long as it's properly taken care of. Okay, you've relieved my mind 
I'm glad I called, and okay. I thank you so much for giving me the information. I'm happy to, Trudy, and best wishes with the procedure. My name is Dr. Arthur Perry. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon sitting here at the uh, the helm, the 17th floor of the WABC Tower, right towering above Madison Square Garden, where they're doing some sort of bull uh, wrestling downstairs. I don't know if you know that, Mike. Uh, there's bulls in Madison Square Garden today, and there are cowboys riding on the backs of these bulls. I'm not making this up. <laughs> And there's a lot of cowboys, people dressed like cowboys going into the building today. I guess that's a, that's a thing. It's not my thing. Uh, anyway, this is Dr. Arthur Perry. This is What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC 800-848-9222, 800-848-9222. All right, so we talked earlier in the show. seems like a long time ago already. We're an hour now. That's great. We've got a full hour here. Uh, should uh, We talked about breast implants, and someone called in and talked about her deflated saline implant, and uh, she was 80 years old, wanted to take them out. So the question uh, then is, if you're going to have breast implants, let's say you're on the schedule for this Tuesday, uh, and you're about to have a breast augmentation, should your breast implants be placed in front of your muscle or behind your muscle? That is a question uh, that we've gone back and forth in plastic surgery for uh, 50 years now. And there are a lot of uh, different considerations. Uh, For the most part, in the new generation of gummy bear implants, we place the implants behind the muscle. We do something called a dual plane procedure, which is very complex, but it's partially in front of the muscle and partially behind. But for the most part, you can consider it to be behind the muscle. Now, it turns out there was a study that was just published uh, that showed that if implants are placed in front of the muscle, which is where your breast tissue is, well, then the breast tissue starts to atrophy. It starts to go away. That's not a good thing. So there's, a, there's certainly more reason to go behind the muscle. But, but if you place it behind the muscle, the muscle starts to go away. It starts to atrophy. Once we lift the muscle, we hurt some of the blood supply, hurt the uh, nerves to the muscle. That's the pectoralis muscle. The muscle starts to atrophy. So what do you do? What do you do? Uh, Well, all things considered, I don't think it makes a difference whether you lose a little bit of breast tissue, you know, and we're not talking about uh, 90% of your breast tissue going away. We're talking about a small amount of breast tissue going away because of the pressure of the implant or a little bit of the muscle going away. So that's probably not the best thing to consider uh, when we consider the position of the implant. In my practice, if you are going to possibly need a breast lift in the future... That means if you're young and you have no idea, or let's say you're uh, 40 or 45 or 50 years old and you already have breast drooping, uh, you're going to have a breast implant, you're not sure whether or not you want your breast lifted, well, then we always want to put the implant behind the muscle because it preserves the maximum blood supply to the nipple. You only hear this stuff on this show, by the way. The maximum blood supply to the nipple, and if we put the implant behind the muscle in the future, you could have a breast lift if you wanted to. If you put the implant, if you have the implant in front of the muscle, that makes it much more difficult to have a breast lift in the future, much more difficult. And it gets into some very complex reasons uh, that we can't get into on a show like this. Well, this is the Plastic Surgery Show. This is the show about breast lifts and augmentations and things of that nature. And this is a show about wrinkles. I'm a board-certified plastic surgeon. been doing this on the air for 10 years But in fact, I've been a plastic surgeon, wow, since 1987 already. I know Jennifer's looking at me and saying, I only look 35 years old. That's because of my skincare program. 
<laughs> uh, of course it is. Nighttime, daytime, and the world's best soap, clean time. Had to get that plug in there one more time, didn't I? Yes. All right. So the phone number here at WABC, I want you to write it down because we don't have time for any more calls today. There are many of you still who have called in. You're on the board. We can't take them. It's 800-848-9222. The reason I tell you that number, 800-848-9222, is so that you write it down. And at 6 o'clock next week, you call in early. So that way we can get to all of the phone calls. How many of you are on Facebook? I bet you most of you are on Facebook. Even the 70-year-olds Maybe not the 80-year-olds, but maybe some of you are on Facebook. So I want you to go on Facebook, facebook.com, and then you get onto my page, the uh, Dr. Arthur Perry page. Or if you're interested in the skin care, it's Dr. Perry's. That's what I want you to do today. We want more Facebook fans, so it's very important. By the way, during the week, if you want to give me a call, 212-753-1820. My office is on uh, the corner of 5th Avenue and 57th Street. And in central New Jersey, in the New Brunswick, Princeton, Bridgewater Triangle, I'm right there on Route 27, and the number 732-422-9600. When that music plays, Mike gets this very large hook, just like in the old days, and he pulls me out of the studio. He's going to come through the door in just a second. Mike, I'll leave voluntarily. I could do this for two hours or three hours. My wife's about had it, but uh, I could do that, and, and, and I would. Once again, I'm Dr. Arthur Perry. This has been What's Your Wrinkle right here on WABC. Give me a call during the week. Send me an email. I'd love to answer your email. Take care. Thanks so much for great engineering, Mike, Jennifer. We'll see you all next week.